Good evening, everyone, and welcome to another fantastic night of Fandom Access. I'm Ever Heath, faithful host, <laughs> maybe, <laughs> AJ. <laughs> Greetings and salutations. So, uh, very short show tonight. Well, then again, okay, let's put it this way. We only have two shows tonight, so it depends on how long we talk about them, is how long the show's going to be. Um, we have... Uh, Star Trek and from. We're going to talk about the whole two seasons of from. So, as soon as the ladies get here, we will get started. Uh, what else have I been watching? Never mind. I have a co host. Good evening. Hi, AJ. How are you? Hi. I'm good. How are you doing? I'm doing okay. I'm doing all right. Busy. How about you? Good? I think good. I saw um, 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 Oppenheimer this weekend. Oh, yeah. How was it? It's really good. Oh yeah, I hear it's uh, just hit yeah. like the it's like the highest money making movie ever about World War Two. Made five hundred million dollars already. Um, it's it's I mean I mean technically I see why they they are referring to it as a World War Two movie, but it's uh, it's not real. I mean, it's a very really. small part of World War Two. <laughs> yeah. I mean, a very important part of it, but yeah, so. yeah. Um, I want to see really it. It's definitely on my list. Maybe it's yeah, on my list. It doesn't list. seem like a. Um, it's, it's a three-hour movie that doesn't feel like a three-hour movie. I mean, those are the best kind, right? Yeah. Hello, Jamie. Hi, I don't know. Blog Talk Radio must be having issues because I doubt in it. It's a there are no shows scheduled for 24 hours. <laughs> That's why I couldn't tell you it wasn't worth it. I doubt it again. It was fine, so I don't know. Sorry, but I was here trying to get in. And then I see you uh, go, we're talking, so it's here. It's like, well, it told me it wasn't. I can't hope that. <laughs> it's not listening you made today. it. Yep. But I am here. Well, so, hello. Uh, so, what movie think- were you talking about? I'm just because I caught the very early end of it. Oh, okay. I really want to see it. Uh, My theater, so I got a question for you. At my theater, I think it's moving out of, like, the big screen and into, like, a smaller screen, right? It's still big, but not, like, the, like, my favorite theater around is, like, a historic theater. So there's one, like, awesome, humongous, and then the rest are kind of normal, right? Um. But this is maybe not a movie that demands to be seen on the largest screen you can find, right? Not like some others, maybe? Or is it? Is this thing I want to watch uh, on the best screen I can find? Um, Oppenheimer is definitely one of those movies you want to see on the big screen. Without a doubt. Okay, sure. Good to Does know. Yeah, Artie Art, Art, actually saw it, saw it twice. The first time he saw it, he saw it in IMAX, and he said his chair struck. So... <laughs> oh, didn't have quite the same effect in a regular theater, but 
I didn't really think oh, well, of that movie as having special effects. I guess there's probably one big special effect, but I mean, you know, <laughs> you know what I mean. But I'm just saying, like, I didn't really think about it that way. But I don't know. That's not really my kind of movie. I'm not into historical, you know, stuff like that. That's not usually my type. So. I hear you, Jamie, and I get it. But I do recall a time when you said, I've never seen a Star Wars movie. <laughs> no, I know. But I just in general, I don't usually watch movies that are, like, real. I mean, sometimes I do. But usually if it's, like, a something that's based on, like, a event or something, I just don't tend to go watch it. I mean, I know who Oppenheimer is. I know, you know, but that's enough. <laughs> it's just Fair not enough. really something that interests me. So I, I would rather I mean, go I think... Barbie. <laughs> Put it that way. Fair enough. I mean, there are people Although who that is want to. Really good. Barbie, a lot of people really like. I wouldn't mind seeing it, but I won't pay to go see it. So Barbie's getting some good press. Yeah, but you did like Oppenheimer oh, that you if he saw it twice, you might yeah, have liked it less. Yeah, it was really when, it comes, good. when it comes to TV or whatever, and it's or streaming, and it's free, I'll maybe I'll check it out. But okay, fair enough. Everybody has their things they want to see or not. It's on my list for storage. Maybe I'll try to catch it this week. We could talk about it next week. Well, that's cool. I did finally see Guardians. Well, I still haven't seen Guardians, no. but I want you to add that to our list for next week. Yeah, add that to next week's list. I was a little busy last week. Actually, I think it's all right. I, actually, I think it's, I think it just came on uh, Disney Plus today. Actually. Mm, oh yeah. So, oh, that's why I haven't seen it. I was days. waiting. No, I've seen it a few days ago on Disney Plus, so it was definitely out. Okay, so then, all right, so it's already then it's already on Disney Plus. Yeah, it's been on for a few days. I couldn't remember what date the date was. I don't. I don't remember. It was. It was sometime in the past week. I saw it, but uh, but I finally saw that. It was good. And you know, I. I was worried about seeing it because of all the stuff that I read about the animals and stuff. And it, and it is got a lot of sad stuff that Karen, you probably won't like either, but I mean, it wasn't as, I don't know. I guess I expected it to be a lot worse than it was just because of everything I read. So, but at least on Disney, you can fast forward if you want. There's that. <laughs> so. Yeah. I'm going to put on my list. Maybe we can discuss that at some point. Um, okay. All right, so the amazingness that is from. Yeah, so I just want to tell you guys that I was unable to watch the final episode. So oh, no. I don't know if I should drop out. If I should drop, I can't. I couldn't. I tried we just, using. We just won't. We just I won't know. talk about the finale because, like, the, right, I've watched everything. Just... I've watched everything up through two oh nine, and maybe we can just like talk about it and then talk about the finale next week when I get a chance to. Yeah. So Jamie and I watched season one, right? And then we watched season two. But AJ, you sat down and like, you hadn't watched it. Um, well, I right. hadn't watched, I had watched a few episodes of season one. So I started over when I got the season, when I got season two screeners. Season two? And went, okay. so I, I went through it too. I had seen a couple originally. So I started over and yeah. Okay. Um, I guess I watched it season one at a point, Jamie, when you were saying, you should watch it. You should watch it. And I watched it. How um, did I watch season one? Oh, it used to be on Epics. And I guess, oh, you know what? I watched season one. Comcast, my, my Comcast provider, yeah. had like a free week of Epics. And so I just binged it in like a couple of days while I had a free yeah. week of Epics. 
That's cool. Yeah, I was going to say, I remember I watched part of season one, and then I didn't have, we used to have epics, and then it, the the affinity we had got rid of it for whatever reason. It was like, a, not that it got rid of it, but it was like a different package or something. It wasn't the one we were paying for. And then I did, that's why I didn't see the end at the time. And then I had wanted to and never got around to seeing it. Probably should have, uh, you know, got a trial to do it. But uh, I, then you said it was on Amazon, so that, that helped. And I, you know, watched season one that yeah. way. But I wish yeah, I had watched it originally Amazon. because I absolutely loved it. And, yeah, I regret that I, I never finished it. I just, because I had started it and honestly loved it. I just, was, sometimes I just watch so many things, you know, I things slip through and I forget about them and I never get back to it. You know me. But, uh, yeah. but I, I really wish I had originally watched it because I love it. Absolutely. I think it's the best thing, thing I've watched this season, actually. Really? Um, Probably my favorite. Yeah. I mean, granted, it's my, you know, like genre type of thing. Like there's other shows I'm sure that I've watched that are, just, I don't want to say, you know, they're not just as good because they are, but this is my kind of show. This is the kind of thing that I really love. So I enjoyed it, I guess, yeah. the most of all, probably all the stuff I've watched this season. So um, I mean, yeah, From is without a doubt, for me, the closest thing. I mean, we've had, after Lost, it was, oh, this is the next loss. This is the next loss. This is the next loss. As far it, as yeah, intrigue and, and mystery, from is the closest damn thing to it. The only thing from is missing yeah. is the online presence. Yeah, and it's not like, even it's just really like well put together. Yeah, and I was gonna say it's not just like the people behind it. I mean, obviously the people making it were involved in Lost, but it it has that feeling to me. But um, there is a decent oh, yeah. online presence, but at least on Reddit, maybe not like there was for Lost, but. Not like there was there, for there Lost. Are, nothing will ever be like that again. There is some stuff. No, nothing will ever be that like that and that big. But, but, uh, but yeah, it's it it sucks you in, and then you want like I don't know. Drive would drive me crazy. Like I'd have to want to know what happened, you know, which is why you watch it and then you watch the next one and you watch the next one and that's when you end up, or at least when you're me, when you end up to, uh, up to like you know four o'clock in the morning or something watching it when you have multiple episodes to at the same time. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, it was pretty, so I, you know, I get what you're saying about Lost. It, it's got that, like, guys, where are we? You know, they're stranded. Yeah. So the premise is like, just like they're driving down the road. And once you get past the tree, like when you get to a certain point on this road, you end up going to this town, uh, or, or they end up going to this town and they become trapped in the town, and they have to stay there. So it's got, like, that's, yeah, that sort of is like the plane crash and lost. Um, and then they're stuck in the town, and horrible things happen, and they can't leave, and what's going on? It, it does have a lost feel, but... It's like, like a we've mystery. Seen, it's got that, we've seen got it copied too. so many times unsuccessfully, mm-hmm. right? We've seen... Well, it's probably because it's got a lot of the same people involved. I feel like, like well, I said before, it's like lost, but it's like darker. Because it's it's definitely got that sort of horror. It's definitely darker. It. I mean, oh, I feel like dark. in the in the wilds approximated, you know, in the wilds was like literally like they're in a plane crash and they're stuck on this island and and you know, um, it sounds like a close premise. It's actually kind of really different. I mean, in, in the wilds, I thought it did a good job different. with this like mystery box, mystery island kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And yeah, the yeah, and there's nothing like and there's nothing like Lost, and it was an excellent show, at least in that first season, 
And, you know, we've seen it a couple times. We've seen it done badly. I think you're right. It, it, I mean, AJ, I think you're right. It's the closest we've come feeling. to loss. Um, and and uh, feeling-wise, right? Like the premise is altered yeah. Yeah. feeling-wise. But as you said, Jamie, way darker. Uh, but in a yeah. kind of a good way. And, you know, I'm not that's like a, That's a good thing. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, a good I'm, thing. That's dark. super scary. I, like I mean, I said before, I'm not generally into horror. I mean, I know I watch Walking Dead and I've, you know, gotten sucked into that. But generally, I'm That's not comedy. like a horror person. I'm more a sci-fi person. And I don't find it scary. It's creepy. But it's not necessarily like like right. horror really scary type thing. So, yeah, when, I'm, when I, I'm, I'm going to watch horror, I have to ask AJ or Tom O'Reilly, <laughs> you know, Tom from, from Twin Peaks, I have to yeah. ask one of you guys if if you think I'll be able to watch it because I get there's certain kinds of horror that I don't like to watch either. Um, yeah. Yeah, this is creepy. It's dark. Oh. It's, it's, Spe- speaking, speaking of, of although speaking of horror that you, that you won't watch. That. Yeah. I saw the, that I watch. Uh, during Oppenheimer. I I saw the trailer for the new Exorcist movie. Holy crap! There's a new why why there doesn't need to be new Exorcist. There's no way. <laughs> I can't even watch the trailer. Because, that kind of stuff never bothers me. I don't. Because I mean, not that I necessarily yeah, care about. Because but there's this, because there's this trend going through Hollywood, where all these movie franchises are saying, "Forget movies two through whatever." We're going to because over. this new movie, this new movie is a direct sequel to the first movie. None of the other stuff matters. Forget about the other stuff. We want to do a direct sequel to the first movie because a lot of people from the original movies are getting involved and they're like, well, we don't like any of the stuff that anybody did after we were there. So we're going to make, you know, yeah, sure. that's, that's what it is. The new movie is a direct sequel to the that's original, true. which is so funny considering the second movie literally picked up right after the first movie, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, they do that. But back to what so. I was going to, I was just going to say though, don't watch it at night though. I will say that because when I, like I from? said, I stayed up real late watching it the one time. <laughs> it does freak you out. At least to me, it did freak me out, especially with um, you know that that smiley, the one that Jamie plays. I was like freaked out with these people walking around in the yeah. If if it's because I kept feeling like even though I, I knew it didn't, like I kept feeling like somebody was gonna knock on my window or something. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't want to go to bed right now, so it can be scary if it's at night. But normally, and, you know, it's that's, not that's the best <laughs> part too, like the app. Yeah, like the episode, the first episode starts out killing a mother and daughter. I mean, it just yeah. jumps right into it. Yeah. And, you're like, and I'm like, what the hell? Yeah. And I'm like, what the hell is going on here? You know, and yeah, it's funny because the, the whole. They, probably darker than most of it. But, yeah. Um, you know, until I learned about the talismans when I, you know, you, the first thing I, I thought of with the, the quote unquote grandmother knocking on the window was, um, um, let me in, you know, that vampire movie where, you know, you like vampires can't come oh, in yeah. or are invited and all that stuff. And, and that's what it reminded me of at first. And then, you know, as I learned more and everything, I was like, okay, yeah, it's nothing. But, it, but that initial, hey, this, this, is, this is a different type of show <laughs> feeling. Um, and everybody is just great on it. I mean, the, the acting yeah, has been great. The storyline is great. And, and it's, I love the way that it's an ever-changing storyline because what's happening to these people keeps changing. You know, you've got the new people, newer mm-hmm. people that have holes like Jim and his family. Yeah. Jim and his family. But then you have people, special people who have like visions of stuff and, and everything. 
Um, you know, so it's just so many things happening at once. So I have a theory. I don't know if this, I, I haven't looked online to see what other people think or anything like that. Um, but along the way, I think it was actually something Sarah said that made me think this, but I feel like this entire town and everything that happens in it for whatever reason behind it is because of the people that are in the town. So like she said that, uh, uh, what the hell is Sarah's brother's name? Um, Nathan, right? His name's Nathan, Nathan, I think. Yeah, yeah, Nathan. So after Nathan dies, and then the the the, the uh, oh god, what the heck are those stupid bugs? Um, cicadas? Well, the cicadas? Yeah, the cicadas. Thank you. Yes, yes. When the cicadas show up, and Sarah's like, "This is kind of weird because Nathan was terrified of cicadas." I was like, "Oh, everything that's going on in this town is somebody that's died." It's their fear coming to life for whatever reason that we don't know yet. I'm sure there's some kind of entity or something behind it making these things come to life. But at least that's my theory for the time being. Yeah. Well, Sarah, um, I mean, Sarah says that in the episode. Yeah. yeah. My, theory, my theory, and I don't know, I can't remember if I told Karen this yet. I think I was waiting to tell her because she hadn't seen it. But my theory, which I think it's, it's influenced by other people. I definitely think that. But my theory is that uh, Victor... When we don't really know exactly what happened when he was little, I got, was under the opinion of what had happened. Obviously, well, and I guess not under the opinion. They said it happened that um, that that guy in the town, the one that was in the photograph, that he went nuts and killed people. So my theory was that somehow, and I don't know if it's the place or if it's just he's you know quote unquote a picket of, of Walt now special, but I thought that maybe it's possible that somehow he's like sort of created this place in his mind and he doesn't want people to leave him and it's how he dealt with like the trauma of what happened and since he doesn't want people to leave he's somehow like able to I don't know bring them there and keep them there and then like what he sees or what he hears and stuff from other people influences kind of the world I don't know I don't even know if I'm explaining right what's in my head but that's sort of sort of I get what you're saying well I think think he just couldn't deal with it and like he sort of like his mind sort of like broke but somehow, whether, like I said, like whether it's the place they're at, because the thing that made me think of it, and Karen, you'll remember this episode. I'm pretty sure this is what it came from. I'm not 100% sure. I never went back to find out. But do you remember that episode of Doctor Who with um, Amy and Rory where they get stuck in the dollhouse? Do you yeah. remember that? Yeah. Yes. Okay. And the little boy. How, is... Yeah. It's in the little boy's head. Do you remember how there were like, um, I think it was like copper pans or something, and they were painted and they were, like, basically explained that, like, they weren't real, but that was the way that the kid knew of them because that was, like, the kid's version of them. And that was kind of what I thought of because I was thinking, like, with the electricity, like, since he doesn't understand a lot of things and grew up in this place, that, like, maybe he doesn't really know how electricity works, just that it does work. So, like, it doesn't necessarily have an answer because he didn't create it in that way. You know what I mean? If that makes sense. I mean, that was so originally made me think of it. I mean, so I, I, that was definitely a running theory of mine also from, I mean, going back to season one, and I think you developed this, your theory about this in season one also, that is his name Victor? Vincent? Victor. Yeah, Victor. Yeah, Victor. 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 That Victor somehow is responsible for bringing them there. And is it all in his head? Or is it not in his head? He's got them trapped there. But, I mean, I, uh, 
it's season two when when they learn when she digs the hole, right? The wife mm-hmm. whose name is Isabel yeah. digs the hole and learns that the electrical wires Tabitha. go into the ground. Yeah. Or, Tabitha, I don't know Tabitha. Isabel, bro. Tabitha. Tabitha. I was gonna say Isabel. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I Tabitha, Tabitha learns that the electrical appliances, uh, the electrical wires go into the ground, and then they're not connected to anything. Like, all the electrical appliances appear to be not powered in any way. Um, and so I really like what you're saying, Jamie, that because, because Victor's been there since he was a little boy and has had no education and is emotionally stunted and is still mentally a child, right, mentally and emotionally like a child, that that – that's he has no idea all he knows like I like that a lot that all he knows is that the wires go into the wall and into the ground and then there's that and then there like I like that I'm not sure like like I'm not really I don't know if I have a good theory but I don't think it's happening like in Victor's mind he like created well, I think a somehow place. like it became real but I think it, it like started in his mind or something I don't know. The one thing people said when I wrote, I had written that, that they said it doesn't work because he was stuck there. They never exactly said that he was stuck there. I just took it that they were like his family was there living there or drove through there or whatever, whenever the massacre happened, because I don't think they ever outright said that he, when he was a kid, they couldn't leave unless I missed it. And I'm forgetting it. I don't think they ever said that, but I don't know. I don't know, but there are, you know that's an interesting many... thing. I, you know, I'm 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 trying to. I don't think Victor's ever talked about the tree either himself. Like everybody assumes that Victor was the first out of mm-hmm. the current people that were there. Mm-hmm. You know, but they've never actually child. talked about when he was a kid because he was but traumatized I, and he. Was I talking. think you're right. So no, could Victor's you know? So longest. could Victor? Right. He somehow. So could it. Victor have been and his family living there? Before, like he was living struck, in a normal like, town before everything went bad. Um, yeah, before like everything went to shit. You know what though? I I feel like I, I mean that's an interesting idea, and I mean anything is possible. But I feel like this town is not on the normal plane of existence. So unless the, this town shifted or phased into, you know what I mean? Because because the guy with the 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 guy that his mom was. Or actually, was, was his mom sleeping with that guy? The guy with the book, I don't know the, the journal, and drew all the I, pictures. That, was that I just don't some, remember. Yeah, I don't know that. I, I don't remember that either. And I just watched it not too long, and I can't remember. But regardless, I um, yeah, I don't know. He, um, that guy was seeing the same type of things that Jade is seeing now. Like, he had an entire book of those things. So I think the town was already tr- crap when... Uh, I yeah, that's, I have a, it was like a magical place or something, and like he somehow connected with it or something. I, I and don't think made it expand what think, it is. I don't know. No, I don't think he was the first. Like I don't, I don't know about that because in episode like seven, maybe two oh seven, um, Victor takes Jade out to play the violin, and he takes him to the car graveyard. And he says, like, after everyone was gone, I didn't want to see these cars anymore, so I put them all here. He goes, there's a lot more down there behind that rock, but they're way older. So that gave me the idea that people have been getting trapped in this town for 
decades at least. Time. I mean, so Victor's been there for decades, but see, yeah, it I made just, me think that pe- yeah, people were there. there for decades. I just took it to mean they were no. the people that lived in the town that he took for cars. But that's why I'm saying, but like, it, it, there's he said they're way good. older. No. He said those cars down there are way older than his mother's 1970 whatever looking, uh, okay. like, like he said those car. There's way more cars down there, but they're older, right? Didn't he? Like, yeah, that's what that? implied that it was before I that. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, no, that. you're right, Karen. He yeah. says those cars are older, so that made me think that people who were getting trapped in the town longer. That Victor wasn't like that. This has been going on for right. a long time, and he was there at the time of this was the sole survivor of this massacre for some reason. Maybe he was the sole survivor of this massacre for some reason. I mean, I don't really believe he was the sole survivor because I don't know how he could have lived there by himself. I think he just has outlived. Like most people were killed. Was he the only one left? I don't know. Do you guys know if that's correct, or has he just outlived everyone else? Saying there were people there there and they died. From what we know, it seems like it seems like he was the only survivor. But but that's just from Victor's perspective at this point. We don't know because we've only seen glimpses of his flashback the day of the massacre. I think he's the only survivor of the massacre. But I figured there could be there's other people that came to the town since then that died. Like well, how could he live? Well, yeah. He was like nine years old. How could he was the only person who well, lived? Well, that's what I'm saying. How could there he could survive? Other people, but I'm saying, like, say a week after the massacre, there could have been like families that drove past there and got stuck, but they've since died. Like I hear you, know, but I don't. These other people came. I don't see how he could live a day in that town by himself, a little kid with those monsters around. But that's what I'm saying. Like, there. That's what I'm saying. Like, from, that's why I said from his perspective, we've only seen glimpses of his perspective of that day. We saw in episode nine that he has suppressed that he had a sister because it was so painful to lose yeah. his sister, right? That he, he yep. like blocked the memory until now. So what else has he blocked, right? Like maybe other exactly. people live, maybe everybody he knew and liked. I just don't believe for me that Victor could have survived another night by himself without adults to be there with him. How did he grow? How did he get food? How would how he even, I mean, I guess there was food around, but. Well, I just assumed other people came to the town, but yeah, you're right. In a real life, he couldn't have. I mean, could he in a television show? Maybe. <laughs> but, um, but I mean, yeah, if I you believe that Victor was blooping the people there, then nobody was well, there. Everybody was killed. Blooping and then... them there. I think that at, at least in my opinion of, of the theory, what well, my theory was that like, he needed people because he couldn't survive. So, like, as soon as somebody came to the town, it was like, I need somebody. You can't leave. Like, it, not that he did it oh. on purpose or he knew he was doing it. And, and like I said, obviously, it ha- if, if my theory was right, it would have, and I have no clue, it would have to be that, like, either he's special or that maybe the area is special and he somehow it's definitely the area, like, connects yeah. with it. Like, maybe, like, it's a special Very town special. at, like, like you said, like a phased out of time or something. And somehow yeah. he is special, and therefore he's well, the one that's able to most have his things come to life. I, I don't know. I'm just saying. I always thought just that was kind of, you know, what made sense to me. Now, there's also the fact that there's these other people that they talk to at the whole radio tower thing, which may doesn't necessarily work with that either. I mean, that kind of makes throws some of it off. So, I don't know. Well, I mean... Look, in that theory, Jamie, with, with, I don't think I think the theory works 
but without it being Victor. I mean, somebody else could, you know, it could be somebody, like, the thought process of Victor aside, that could be how it created in the first place is somebody else before Victor. I don't think it's necessarily Victor. Yeah, um, as far as the, for some reason yeah. he's like on the same wavelength or something. Of well, that's only, that's only because he's been there for so long. Like, yeah. it's, it's, again, yeah. he still no, has that no, childlike no, mentality because no, 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 no. he's been there forever. No question. So I really, I really, so I I disagree. To me, I, who I don't believe that was necessarily a real voice on the radio. People are having the same dreams. They're having shared hallucinations. Oh yeah. Like just because people voice. heard that voice on the radio doesn't mean there's actually somebody on the radio. Donna yeah. and oh, yeah, I, I, Jim yeah, absolutely could have a shared the only hallucination. One heard it. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah, that's true, too. That's I mean, why I, I feel like you don't know what's real and what's not real. I feel like one thing about this town is... Maybe it's a shared like, dream. Like, so, like, people, like... Like, remember that show, I loved Falling Water? Maybe it's, like, a shared dream state or something. Oh, yeah. It's, all, it's all... They're all dreaming. I mean, it's not <laughs> really clear. It's like, they're, it's like saying they're all dead. <laughs> yeah. I hated... Adrian and I both hated Falling Water. Um, yeah. It's not really clear I think either about the road that you take there and and who gets there like are these people chosen are they like like how lost had the candidates because I can't believe that every single person who drives up this road gets stuck into the town because look that bus trip is on a bus but let me finish let me finish well yeah that's another thing Jamie like I don't know were they really all driving the same stretch of road in whatever state? They were. Or could you be in Massachusetts and no, I be were. in Ohio and I get stuck there, right? Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah right? Karen, that's exactly yeah, it. They, have a, they have a map. Right. They have a map with Oh, they looked um, at that map in push, episode 9. They looked at that map in episode pin. 9. Yeah. They, yeah. They, yeah, they yeah with the push pin. And, like, like, some, people were, for, some um, people were in, like, Massachusetts. Some people, you know, were in... Ohio and yeah. California and they, yeah, everybody's from all over the place. Oh my god! Indiana. It's definitely a place that's out of time or out of space or out of phase or whatever. It's not a normal. I don't yeah. know about that either. I think they could be called for whatever reason, just like oh, yeah, the passengers. They have uh, to you know, get there. We don't know where it is. It's not a, like in one area. I'm guessing it. Well, I mean, I guess it could well, it be, be a place. I, see I mean, it, it could all be a moving place. I mean, maybe it moves. Well, maybe it's it, it, another maybe dimension, it, right? It doesn't yeah. move at all. It's in another dimension. Maybe yeah, it could be. A yeah, I think it's on a different plane of existence. Yeah, it's something. I mean, it could be something like. Okay, going back to Lost. At the end of Lost, when they go to the church. Now, I know that was supposed to be an afterlife type situation, and they go, but when they go to the church, they had this like shared experience, and Christian says to them, This is a place that you all created so you could be together, right? And so, like, is there something about these people? I mean, it's hard to say because the bus, to me, the bus is a different, everyone previously came in their car and it was a person or a couple or a family. They were small groups of people to bring a bus full of like 30 or 40 people. It is like a, to me that would like, is that a big, like no one ever said like Boyd wasn't like, Oh, we never had a bus before. Or Victor's like, I never saw a bus in like 40 years. Like nobody said nobody, that. 
But to me, I Nobody was like, wait, the whole bus they all feel it. Yeah. yeah. The, the reaction well, everybody had is, <laughs> speaks volumes. That, like, everybody's like, a bus? That, a bus, right? Because to me, that's like, oh, wait, so maybe you're not called, or maybe it's not something about your specialty, or, I mean, it could be, like, so on Lost, they brought that whole plane down. Like, you know, they bring the whole plane down to really only bring a handful of candidates in, and there's a bunch of poor suckers who are stuck on this island who are not candidates who are just along for the ride, Right. The right. bus could be – I guess I'm getting at are these people being chosen for a reason, some of them, any of them, or are they just unlucky that, like, the the pocket dimension flared up at the wrong time they drove in there or something? Well, yeah. well I no, don't um, know. Whatever what's, it is, I do hope that we get an end. I was just going to say, I hope that, like, it's planned out or whatever that they don't, like – I mean, we get a season three. There's definitely a season three coming. But, like, I hope that, you know, whatever the ending is planned, we at least get to see it and find out. Because this like is the kind of thing that can't go well, on. Ends, is what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, what's his face? Elgin. Elgin. Elgin is a he weird has, dude. He has, his, he has a dream before they even get there. I remember he wakes up and he's like, turn the bus around. But yeah, I think, but I think they had already seen the tree by that they, point, though, they, hadn't they? They were past the tree, right? I think they were uh, – I can't true. really I remember, but if you're, if you're past the – I think they were past the tree when he when he started shouting that. I don't know. Um, I don't remember. Uh, I mean, if he was past the tree, then he was already, like, being – I mean, he was being affected pretty early. Like, we haven't really seen a person be affected yeah. until they uh, – on their first night or whatever, right? Um. I have a whole bunch of other things I want to ask you guys about, but um, I don't, actually I have a question, Karen, because I can't remember what the yeah. uh, everything that happened in the finale. Um, Jade, has he figured out what those pictures in the books are? No, the symbol. He's still in episode nine. Okay. He was still kind of mad well, I at Victor. He, okay. So he he learns okay. that. Yeah, but he, I think he, at that point, hasn't um, Tabitha found it by that? No, 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 no. What happens yeah, is, found, wait, wait, you guys, wait. I just watched episode no, nine today. Talk. But ha- what happens is Jade finds out from Tabitha that she saw that symbol in the tunnels below the town, right? And Jade's yeah, like, that's what? what I meant. What? He's like, what symbols? What are you talking about? And then he goes and starts yelling at Victor. And he's like, Victor, you're not telling me everything. Which, you know, I mean, give guy a break. He's like, he's not, you know, mentally, uh, yeah. mentally all there right now. But so Jade, who's like such a jerk, um, starts yelling at Victor, like, why didn't you tell me? And Victor's like, I don't want to talk about it. I can't talk about it. Um, and I think it's after that that Tabitha goes with Victor to the trunk of the car and he finds all the drawings. And come to find out those are not his drawings. They're Eloise, his sister's drawings and all that. Now, I got a question. I, I, I'm, let me let me ask this question, and then you guys can both talk all you want. Um, the guy who had the book, who drew the book with the symbols in it, yes, that is Chris, the guy who committed the massacre, according to Victor. Do we know that, or yes. am I making a drawn no, line? Yeah, not, that, that's, that's no, yeah, no, no, Victor, Victor says that. His name is Chris. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Is this, I, as far as his name, I don't remember, but he's definitely the I, massacre. I'm pretty person. sure it's Chris. I'm pretty sure it's Chris. And because Victor says, 
Chris changed. And after Chris changed, everybody died. Like, something yeah. happened and Chris, like, I guess, killed. The implication is that he killed everyone, but that's not really what Victor, Victor didn't witness it, right? Victor stays underground in his place and he comes out and everybody's dead. That's a good point. Yeah. We don't really know that Chris, I hadn't even thought about that. We don't really know that Chris is the one that did it. I mean, for all we know, the monsters killed them all and that's how Victor interpreted it. I hadn't even thought of that until now. That's very true. Because there right? was daylight. Yeah, because there was hid. daylight. He hid in the tree, right? Oh, oh, oh. He hid in, in no, the he he underground. Like, underground place. The other thing is, though, is that we know that there's more than just the monsters in this place, though, too. Well, now because there is. That guy that was in that guy that was in um, that where the well was and everything. You know, he said that that there's that's like not even the worst part. So. It could well, have been something yeah. else. In season, in, in season one, I guess it's the season one when Sarah and and Boyd go into the woods, and there's all those spiders. Remember to see all those spiders who oh, are, God, that are so creepy. Oh um, yeah. And and they see the dog. Remember that dog that's running around barking in season one. Um, yeah. What is with the dog? Yeah. That is, but you we don't see the dog. At all, you don't care. Or not all the time. I think I think the dog is friends with the dog is friends with the boy in the white outfit. Oh yeah, he is. Yeah, that's. But um, but I was gonna say, you know, I just thought of something I didn't even think of. I love how when you're talking about this months later, you you all of a sudden think of something. You know how you said like the cicadas maybe came from that guy's fear. I don't even think those spiders could have been manifested from Boyd because remember how when they're in the tent, when he's in there with Sarah, like he sees the bugs and he makes a comment like he hates bugs. I wonder if the well, spiders came that. from him. Yeah, because it could have definitely, or yeah, even just the, the bugs that are under his skin even or whatever. Only, like That could have been somehow manifested from The only thing is, him. I mean, again, I don't know, and it's just my thought, but I think, if people are manifesting things, it's only after they die because if th- things are getting manifested while people are still alive, I think there would be a lot more horrors than what is currently there. Yeah. So mm. I'm going to tell you guys, when Maybe I, when I saw that... Because he got farther outside the town. Sorry, go ahead. When I saw that in season one, when Boyd goes through the tree and he gets trapped and then he climbs up the inside of that giant chimney or whatever, uh, or well or whatever it is, and he comes up into this, like, dungeon, and he meets this guy who's, like, chained to the wall, right? To me, yeah, who threw the, him the rope? That's my other question. Well, who threw him the rope? There's that. But to me, boy, I hear a lot of rustling going on in the background. Um, to me, um, oh, boy, you guys might hear traffic going on in my background, so let me know if I need to. Um, yeah, you're fine. To me, when I saw that old man chained to the wall, I was like, oh, is this show jumping the shark? I, I thought that was a really bad scene at the time that I watched it. And the old guy's all skinny, and he's like CGI skinny and dying, and he's like talking to Boyd. And I was like, what the hell is going on with this show? This show was so good, and what is it doing now with this detour? And I, I thought that was – and then, like, the guy, like, he cuts him, and he's like, oh, now your blood is my blood. My blood is your blood. blood. And I was like, oh, my God, this show is terrible. It suddenly became terrible. But then – and then, and then, like as I watch most of season two, that is not like that's not mentioned again. Except Boyd now has like worms under his skin or whatever, right? So, but uh, I guess what I'm trying to say is, I don't know if you guys thought it was dumb when you saw it. I thought it was really dumb 
But they managed to like bring it back around. They managed to bring it back around with the worms and the skin in a way that kind of like I liked where they went with it. In the end, at the time I watched it, I thought it was dumb. Then I, I don't know. The other, the other thing though that's going on. Let me let me ask you this: what what happened at the end of the ninth episode? I don't I don't want to say anything because I'm afraid that this might be into ten before I I think. What do you know what I'm talking about, AJ? That what I'm kind of getting to. um, what happened at the end of nine, Karen? Um, so let's see what happens in episode nine. So Sarah's alive. So um, we learn about El- we learn about Elgin's dream. Um, the fiance who's withdrawal from who's going through withdrawal. Uh, she starts screaming, and the the cicadas come, and they like uh, so everybody's forbidden from sleeping, okay. right? They're like, don't sleep, don't sleep. Okay, so, so she I has forget. Part of what I'm so, getting. So wait a second. So, okay, the, yes. so the cicadas come and they get Marielle, right? And Marielle, though she's not dead, she's alive, but her eyes have turned white, but she's breathing. And then, like the last thing that, so Marielle gets it, and then we go back to Isabel, Julie, and uh, and her little brother, Julie. Um, they come and get Julie, so they're in the house playing games, right? And the they come and get Julie also. Um, yeah. Okay. You haven't. So, okay. And so and so wait 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 so I'm not done. So also in this episode the lady says they 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 come up with the nursery rhyme because Paula when Paula was dying she said they come for three. No no she said Whatever they come the they kill was, yeah. they what did she say they come they like Paula says like a few lines. From the they touch, they break, they steal. Yeah, right. She says that. Um, so she says that rhyme when she's dying. Then later they come, you know, they come for they they get Mariel, they get they get Julie, and then this lady who lives in Colony House is like, wait, that's a whole nursery rhyme that my that my grandmother told me, and she says the melody the nursery rhyme which ends like in, they come for three unless you stop the melody, which I guess relates right. to the music box. Which I gotta say, that was definitely I thought, I think the ballerina is the worst. Like the full-grown ballerina dancing around. I was like, oh come on! Like when I saw that scene again, I was like, what the hell? This scene is terrible. Why do we like? I really hate the full-grown ballerina dancing around. But well, it's, 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 but, it's boys' hallucination, though. Yeah, it's not. But it, but other people have seen it now, right? Like I right. think, I think Marielle saw it. I don't think she, it's really there. I think it's all in their head. Like they're seeing it. I'm just it. saying, I don't mind seeing they're the hearing music the box. Voice. I hate seeing a stupid, full-grown woman ballerina. Is all I'm saying. I, that no, doesn't I play that. well to me. I thought the, I think the nursery box, I think the, the the music box on its own is quite creepy, and I think the woman sort of makes it a little silly. Um. But at any rate, I mean, you just watched it more recent than I did. But isn't it only? I watched it today. Isn't it only boys that see? Isn't it only happen? Does it happen more than once with the full grown ballerina? Boys see it it more than once. But he saw it. But it's still only boys at least. Right? I'm trying to remember. I thought he saw it because I don't know. But it's a the music. The music box. The music box is appearing in multiple hallucinations. The music box. Ballerina, I think, is only boys. All right, all right, all right. Can I just yeah. say that I think it's stupid every time I see it without us having to have That's a like, conversation about who watches it? 
No, that's um, fair. That's fair. I also was wondering in these last two episodes, so the cicadas, when Kenny sees them in the pot, they look really real, right? But when they attack Randall, I'm like, what is these white? They're so fake. It's all white. Okay, it's wait. so fake. What's going on? I have a comment about that. Okay, right. go ahead. Then I but then they come, to... when they come for Muriel, like, they're all white. And when they come for Julie, they're kind of real, and then they're white. And I was like, oh, maybe. So I want to hear your theory because I was feeling like, oh, maybe. Like, like I was like, they're perfectly capable on this show of giving us CGI cicadas that don't, I don't look like white little scribbles, right? So you yeah, got a theory on that about what? This is, this mm-hmm. is what's funny. And let me, let me ask you, Karen. You watched this because you, you were sent the screeners when you did. I forgot you did that one interview. They sent you the screeners. Yeah. Did you, you, yeah. Did you see these ones on screeners or did you see them on? Yes. Okay, I'm on if maybe you got more recent, because when I saw it, which is why I was so confused, I thought that the bugs were hallucination, because at one point, when one of them is being attacked by bugs, there's no bugs. So I, and I oh, honestly thought, yeah. like, that it was in their, their head, but then when I saw yeah. um, the clip or something, I can't remember if I saw a clip on TV or something. But anyway, I saw it was either that after there was, a, there was a, like a flashback, like one of the things this was like previously on or something. Whenever I seen that, it does not look like that on the TV. It wasn't finished, the effects, I think. So, so now I want to ask AJ. It's probably because I saw, bugs. I saw crappy little white animations of cicadas when they were – now, I do think there are no cicadas, like, when Julie was rolling around on the floor, and they're like, what's wrong, what's wrong? And when Mariel was, like, dying, the people around you can't see the cicadas when they're on you, right? But, AJ, what did you see? Because you right. watched it on MGM. You did not watch a screener. You saw completed special effects that we didn't see. Maybe. Did yeah, you see crappy I did, little I did white drawings? See, I did not see crappy little white things. Yeah, it must have okay. not finished. That's you saw, like, a full swarm of cicadas? <laughs> what it's but, supposed to be. Yes, I saw I saw a full swarm, but the people that were being attacked were the only ones that saw them. Okay. Okay. But they yeah. actually were full. That makes more sense because that's what I was saying when I saw that clip or whatever. I think I watched like a, a one of like the previously on or something on YouTube. I can't remember, but I remember watching it and being like, "That's not what I saw," <laughs> because I thought they weren't there, and it was just because it wasn't done. That's always funny when that happens, and you didn't even realize that you didn't see something until you. You know, you see now, it later. Do you think? Do you think maybe the people who got attacked were dozing off? Because we've seen we've seen yeah. things that looked like a person was having an experience, and then suddenly they wake up. Like the show presents us, like we saw Kenny. Well, they, yeah, like, they, we they saw, can't sleep. We see people having an experience, and they literally like wake up, and they're like, "Oh, I was dreaming." So. Like, I wonder if Julie and Muriel and Randall, did they fall asleep or doze off? And that's I think that's entirely possible. Attacked by the cicadas. Yeah, I assume. Yeah, I think that's entirely possible. Uh, or, alternatively, is there something special about them, right? Um, like, why these people... I don't know. Um, and they seem to so, – so Paula, when she got attacked by cicadas, she no died, right? 
Well, the husband comes running upstairs, and she's he's like, something broke her. She like It's like she cracked open, and they flew out of her, right? Although he didn't see it. I mean, Randall, the cicadas, like, crawl down his throat. Um, and then Muriel, they come in her room, and, and they choke her. Um, and, and I guess all of them, they're going down their mouth or whatever, right? So they're being attacked, but they're not dead. Like, like why are they not dead, right? And why was Kenny burned while the rest of them were, like, killed? Like, Kenny, one flies out of the pot and bur- burns him in his dream, right? He doesn't right. get attacked and get killed in his dream. Um, I don't yeah, know. I don't know. That's a good of that. Maybe because Kenny woke up quick enough. I don't know. I guess. I mean, it seems but unlikely. But why did he get burned? Right? But why did he get and, burned? And, That's, you know. Yeah, but why did he get know. burned? Why did it fly out and burn him? And it also, so I haven't seen the last episode, and we'll talk about it maybe next week, but it seems unlikely to me that all three of these be killed next week. I mean, Randall, like, please kill him, right? We all hate Randall, and we would like him oh, to be God, killed. Oh, God, he is the worst. He is the worst, man. He is the and Donna worst. had he is it. so like, bad. Donna was, like, Donna was like, Jim, he's the worst. Please do not. Please do not feed his drama. And then what does Jim do? He goes right out and creates a bigger monster with Randall. Yeah. Um, well, and Marianne, I mean, Marianne, Jim, like, he was the only one that was looking Jim doesn't to help at all. Chair. But, yeah, he Jim's did. Well, Jim's the second Jim, Jim, Jim is, Jim, Jim, you know, Jim and Jade both, sometimes they're too smart for their own good. Like, they are both very yeah. smart people. But when Jim got on this kick of, it, it's, it's all a, a, you know, an experiment. Like, we're not really here. And I'm like, oh, my God, Jim, come on. Haven't you seen enough to, like, what do you think the dead people are? Come on. Like, let's get with it here. Yeah. 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 Speaking of, what do you guys think, the, like, where the monsters come from? Like, do you think these were people originally from the town, or is it just monsters? Like, I, I, I'm, I'm I like, think they're manifestations I just like the locusts or the, like the cicadas. Okay. That's, that's, you know, I mean, I could be wrong, but that's just what I think. Because at the beginning, I thought they were, I definitely thought they were dead people. I got that opinion. Now, see, oh, wait, okay, never mind. I was going to say something that's in the finale, I'm pretty sure, so I won't say that yet. Um, but we'll talk about that after. But, yeah, I don't know. What I do really like about this show, though, and AJ, you, you sort of touched upon this, is is the fact that, like, okay, we have the monsters first, and then now, then we have, you know, the spider things and that. Like, they've definitely done a really good job of, like, switching it up so it doesn't get boring. Like, it never gets stale. Like, one thing isn't going on long enough for you to be like, I'm sick of this part. At least I feel like that. I feel like it changes. It it keeps evolving. And I think that's what makes it such a good show and why, hopefully, it will, you know, go on long enough for us to see an end. end. Um, I think it's probably their highest rated show, so hopefully it will... I don't know that for a fact. Like I, I, I think I might have read that, but I'm not entirely sure, but I'm guessing. Um, but hopefully, uh, yeah. The only thing, I have a question for you guys, because this is just something that irritates me, though. i got to ask. I, I feel like the marketing department, and this happened with that show that was about AI that we watched that um, was canceled. We never saw Next. the end of it. Yeah. Next Would was bad. A TV show. Do not name it something that's like a, a normal everyday word. 
that's not like a title. Because do they understand how hard it is to Google like recaps and stuff? It's so because hard. Because no matter it's what so you hard. put, when you put from, it doesn't work. You have to put like from MGM yeah. or from Epic, and it's really hard to find. I, I would not good. Yeah, I would. Yeah, no. I, 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 if I was to look for something, I'd be yeah. like uh, from TV show. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, and even then, it yeah. doesn't always. It doesn't want to pick it up. Yeah, and that's what I mean. Yeah. Like they need to come up with like it's it's cool and it it makes sense, but like just from a marketing standpoint, it seems like not a smart idea. But hey, yeah, no. I don't work in television, so but uh, it makes it hard to Google. <laughs> that's my complaint. So. Well, for this last episode that I haven't watched yet, I feel like there's so much more even to answer because we didn't even touch on the part where Tabitha, um, like those creepy little kids were all grabbing her and she thought they were trying to kill her. But Victor tells Tabitha that his mother was going to the tower to free the children, right? And now Tabitha thinks, oh, those kids aren't trying to kill me. Those kids want me to come and save them. Uh, so I wonder if the next episode is going to get into, like, is there a whole tower full of, like, creepy children? Actually, could the old man who Boyd ran into, could he have been a kid, one of those creepy kids? But now he's, like, been there for 40 years, and so he looks old. Although he'd look a lot older, right? Maybe he's been there even longer. Um, yeah, that's so there's that, which I wonder if we'll get more of that. I, that can't be answered, but maybe that could be mentioned next week. Uh, there's the thing with the music box. Like, what is this song? What does that have to do with it? Part of me was like, oh, maybe it's a lullaby that Victor's mother used to sing to him, but um, it's way too creepy. It's such a creepy, like, that one lady's like, oh, it's a nursery rhyme. My grandmother used to sing it to me. And I'm like, what the fuck? It's so creepy. Why would you sing that to a little kid, right? <laughs> um <laughs> Um, <laughs> uh, when, and, when, uh, and, and there's the whole yeah Grim Fairydale just like when when Boyd and Sarah were in the forest and you see that lighthouse did either of you immediately think yeah. of Lost I mean I saw that light I saw that lighthouse and I was like oh look another show with a lighthouse yeah <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah um yeah, there there is some imagery that crosses over and, and there was the part where okay so when Boyd gets stuck in the Boyd and Donna are stuck with Randall and Jim in the RV, right? And the monsters are coming and they stop. And for a minute I was like, wait, can the monsters like smell the bile? Remember he put all the he put the bile on the gun on, on the, the bullets, bullets, which didn't work. Which by the way, and, and which by the way, we saw him make five bullets and then we and then he shoots like 12 shots. Um but maybe he had a second. <laughs> we don't have to see but anyway, Listen, we don't have to see him make all of them. <laughs> I know. But the, the monsters were coming, and I was like, what, do they smell the bile? Like, why won't they come? But it was because the music box, when the music started playing, was when the monsters stopped. And when the music ends is when the monsters start to resume their, like, like that song definitely is a I part of it. So I, oh, you didn't notice it? Well, then I guess I'm not going to get an answer to that in the, in the season finale, which you have seen and I haven't. Um, so there's that, right? Like I, I, I want, I, I don't know if get anything about that song. And I also wonder, I'm starting to wonder about, so Victor's mother and everybody was like massacred 40 years ago and, and Victor's been there, um, all this time. And I was kind of wondering, like, could this be like on a 40 year cycle? 
and is it getting ready to happen again? And maybe a little kid like who's the little the little kid who's who's Julie's little brother, Ethan. Could he be the only kid there and be like the new victor? Like, is it a forty year? Like, I don't know. I, I I just thought about while I was talking to you guys. Like, could history like repeat itself? Because look, Tabitha's getting ready to go. Like. Ethan is about the age Victor was when the massacre happened. His mother went to go save the kids in the tower. Now Tabitha is saying, maybe I should go save these kids in this tower. And, right? Like, I wonder if it could be like a thing on Michael. That's kind of interesting because until you just said that, I hadn't thought of that. And Jade has the journal, and he's a little nuts. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Jade is pretty, yeah. Was Jade on drugs when he arrived, right? Jade was on drugs when yeah, he arrived. Yeah, he was high as a kite. Yeah. Yep. yeah. And now Marielle is detoxing. Um, so, yeah, I wonder if, um, I wonder, could it be, do you think it could be like a, I mean, I don't know if it'll That's be a interesting thing because yeah. I don't know how many more scenes we'll get, but I wonder if it's getting ready to happen, like if a cycle's going to happen again. I mean, I, I, guy, at this point, could that old guy be a kid from 80 or 120 years ago? We've got enough answers and questions that anything could still be the solution because it's just and you guys know. so out you there. You guys know. Well, I know that we you know, know what happens next week, so you can't. Yeah, we know three very three very important things, um, but doesn't help us. typical of these shows Um, but at the same time it makes me I can't wait for season 4 because literally the the last 5 seconds I'm like uh, or season 3 I'm like can season 3 please start now yeah I know and I think it's not can we talk about it next week I think season 3 is not written yet right it's caught up in the strike yeah. Um, yeah, I don't believe it's written. I would, I would assume not yeah. what they said because they didn't even. Well, at least when I talked to them, that you know, they didn't know what was going on with season three, and then they announced it like not that long after. So I have. So it's renewed, it but it's not. Yeah. Written yeah. Probably, yeah. So it could be quite a um, while before we, you know, get yeah. anything. Well, I think it's great. I think it's. As much as we talk about how it reminds us of loss and it reminds us of other stuff, I do think it's kind of very original and not like anything. Oh, yeah, that absolutely. Weird, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. like when I say – It's not that the plot's like loss. It's just it gives you a lost vibe. When I say it reminds me of loss, yeah. it's the vibe. It's the feeling. Yeah. It's not that it's anything like it. It's just that yeah. – it's that – it's and that's the thing. It's the fact that it's original and different is what makes it like Lost. And it's just that vibe you get, the, you know? It's like that, that moment in the Lost pilot, or the second part of the pilot, where Charlie says, guys, where are we? Like, that's where the vibe yeah. you get from, 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 yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, like, you know, what the uh, fact? Like, like, perfect perfect example, I've, there's been uh, you know, numerous things that I get, uh, I've had, you know, over the years that I've had a Twin Peaks vibe from, but Clearly, obviously, there's nothing out there like Twin Peaks, so. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, something like that. I mean, I think we do know. I mean, you might know more from next week or maybe not, but I mean, I think we can all agree they're not dead. They're not in hell. 
right? Like we all agree, much like lost. I'm sure there's a lot of people watching the front being like, oh, they're dead. They got in a car crash and they're dead. They're not dead. Um, yeah, I hope. I mean, well, Tabitha I and Jim asked all... that question. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Well, I mean, pretty... and they're also, it's not an experiment. It's not like Persons Unknown, yeah, which we also loved, it that it's an experiment. It's, it's, it's uh, Persons there. Unknown are so good. Right. Yeah. yeah. I know, but see, that's where I mean, like, we never got an end to it. That's what we don't want. Yeah. But yeah but I don't think I agree. I don't think it's that they're dead. I don't think it's an experiment because it's never what the characters think it is. You know, well, unless it's not Jim. Right. Some might have good ideas, but if whatever Jim says it is, it is not, right? right. Other people might have good yeah. ideas. Jim has only horrible ideas. The radio tower was a brilliant idea. It just didn't work out. <laughs> yeah. And that yeah. made me, right. when they did that, that totally made me think of the radio tower and lost, too. <laughs> I just wanted to throw that out there. It did. Um, I was waiting when Rand, when they when Jim sees the drone and then he and Randall try to work with the drone. I was kind of waiting for someone to say like, "What is that?" Like some people in the town have been there like more than five years. They and I know felt like true. there's yeah. people in this town who don't know what a drone is, right? Would be scared of it. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, but we didn't get to more, see that. Yeah, it didn't work. Um, uh, I was just going to say, you guys were reminding me when you were saying, like, that you, you didn't like Randall or you're mad at Randall or whatever. You know what I think is funny? I think Jade and Randall are a lot the same because they're both, like, can be assholes. But what I think is funny is that Jade, every time he does something nasty, he apologizes for it, like, almost immediately after. I, I mean, it doesn't at the beginning, but after a while, like, he's yeah. like, he does something and then he's like, I'm sorry I acted like that. No, you know what? Jade is a there's a big difference between Jade and Randall. Jade is a no, jerk. Randall, Randall is a straight-up asshole. Yeah, true, true. Jade is a jerk, but he also is really smart and has something to contribute to this group and is trying to solve it, whereas That's Randall true. is just a jerk it's and a just problem. Like, I now, everything and, yeah. To be fair, <laughs> Randall's only been there, like, two nights or three nights, and and... You know, people, some people do have a really hard time acclimating. Yeah, they even think why they tie them up at the beginning. So, and Jade's been there longer, and Jade lost his, was that his boyfriend or his husband? He lost, they, boyfriend. they were in a crash well, when I they I didn't even realize town. it was his boyfriend. I thought it was just his friend. I missed that part, I guess. I think it was his boyfriend, but they were in a crash boyfriend. when they entered the town, and he experienced a loss very early, which Randall hasn't, like, I feel right. like, the people who experience loss have a different experience. Well, that's a thing I haven't really thought about, but like, well, no, I mean, Julie, like Kenny has a really bad loss, but other people, and Boyd has a really bad loss, but I feel like Julie hasn't had a loss. Marielle has like, I was trying to work up a theory about who sees a hallucination and who doesn't, but it does seem to be anybody. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, we all three love it, right? Yeah, we've talked about it for yeah, over an hour. I, really I gotta good. wonder, people who turned, who tuned in, if anybody tuned into our podcast tonight, we're just kind of having a conversation by ourselves. We are. Well, I mean, we got it's two. We're voice. talking about a show that's got two seasons under its belt already. It's got you know twenty episodes. No, no, I just need we've we've been going on about theories, but yeah, yeah I mean, I'd say uh, hopefully somebody it, got it, something out of our conversation. 
Yeah, it's a little unfortunate that we yeah, go put this under regular coverage in the building in the beginning, but we will now for a season yeah. three for sure. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Well, it's been an hour now. You're right, so we should wrap it up. Uh, if you guys have anything else about it, and we'll I cannot wait. Yeah, all I'm gonna say is I cannot wait to talk to you about the finale next week because okay. wow. <laughs> I was like, just trying to think uh, of I gotta say, it's about, but I think we kind of mentioned it's, it. It's me. definitely up there with an episode of Lost season finale of What the Fuck. <laughs> oh, wow. It's, it's a good finale. It's mm. quite a lot. All right. It's a really good just finale. that moment. There's a lot that happened, you know, leading All up right. to that. So we have Star Trek, but I guess before we do that, Jamie, since you don't watch it, uh, we have a really excellent episode of Star Trek. Um, I hope AJ, you got anything? You got anything going on on the site or other stuff to uh, talk about? No, well, there isn't really been much interview-wise just because of the strike. Um, the only thing I really have to say is, like, I'm, I told you I'm going to. The, I think I told you I'm going to the convention this weekend, but that's about that's about it. Um, yeah. Now, uh, are, are, are actors? Are you gonna do? Um, you're gonna do Invasion, though, right? So well, I, I, I haven't. Yeah, I, I mean, know you we haven't heard. Well, any, I didn't know. CC'd an email. I haven't heard anything. Okay, I have well, not gotten any email for that. Email. They wrote back, so I'll have to send it to you. But uh, so I told yeah, you. I told you. I told you guys last week how much I kind of enjoyed Invasion on yeah, Apple and then TV. I got an offer to and then you got. Involved in it, so that was pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> so see, season two is coming out in like two weeks, and I mean, to be clear, it's it's VFX people, it's not actors. Yeah, I think it's a director right? and a VFX person, isn't I think it? It's a director and a VFX. Director, don't, don't, don't. So it's but, yeah, it's uh, people who are not on strike. Just actors. just to be clear, <laughs> we are not scabs. We <laughs> wait, right? No, yeah, we're scabs on, on your site. No, um, we're not interviewing people from new stuff, which that we be can't cool. anyway. But. We wouldn't want to, you know, get anybody upset. But no, yeah. this is not anything that we're doing now. It's not the cast, so um, yeah, or the writers, yeah, yeah, or the writers, um, right? I, I mean, I would say actually, with the lack of things that are on television right now, with the strike going on, um, Invasion is one of the few new shows that's going to be it's coming out in like two weeks, I think, right? I mean, if you guys have Apple TV, it might be something that you, I mean, it's an alien invasion show. It's up our alley. If you guys are looking for something to watch, give it a shot. Yeah. It's only an episode. Yeah. So, um, cool. uh, so, all right. So we'll do that in the next couple of weeks and then we'll go on the site. Yeah. Uh, and all then, right. Oh, I was going to say, all, the one thing I did see, I should mention at least, although I don't want to give a, I don't. I hate when I do that. I'm like, wait, is there? A, I think I'm pretty sure that the reviews are still embargoed, so um, I don't want to say anything about it. But uh, I'm just going to say, uh, Daryl Dixon's coming out soon. Uh, oh yeah, Daryl Dixon should be out soon, right? It has. Yeah, I'm not sure. I want to say all reviews are made embargoed until September 5th. Yeah, it's I can't really talk about it. Um, yeah, but that's coming. We'll just say that, and. Uh, yeah. So I don't know if I'm I, when they say reviews are embargoed. I don't know if I'm supposed to even. I don't know if you're supposed to even say if you like it or not. But I'll just it's say it's coming <laughs> out. 
But um, mm-hmm. there's that. So there are a couple new shows coming, just not, you know, bunches of stuff right now. But there's still a lot of stuff, I think, that's, like, in the can for different things that just haven't premiered yet. But we're going to get yeah, there's some point, things that it's not going to be anything new. There's going to be some stuff coming out. I mean, there's going to be um, – uh, yeah, things. All right. So. There's stuff. <laughs> Um, the other thing I was going to say is I'm, I don't know when it comes to Disney Plus, but I want to see Across the Spider-Verse yet, too. Um, oh, yeah, I haven't seen more. that. AJ, I, AJ's seen no. it, right? Nope, I have not seen it yet. I'll be seeing it in the coming no. days. Yeah, nope. I'm going to see yeah. it also. Artie's seen it because, you, know, you, know, you know, he's a teenager and he goes to the movies with his friends all the damn time. Oh yeah, well, that's what you do when you're a teenager. Artie keeps Artie keeps seeing things that I haven't seen yet. Mm-hmm. He's getting ahead of you now. Is he driving? Technically, I'm teaching oh, yeah? him. He's in the process. He has his permit. I'm teaching him. Uh, wow. So that's my. All right. Yeah, so maybe we'll cover some fun. movies in the coming weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds like a plan. All right. Okay, great. Guys. I'm gonna get off. I have a lot All of work right. to finish play, so All right. Um but we'll next week we'll talk about the from finale. So Well from we'll have maybe we'll talk about Guardians Guardians of the Galaxy next week and we'll see what else we can put together. Yeah, sounds like a plan. All right. All right. Have a good night. Have cool. a good week, Jamie. Alright. Night. Bye bye. Bye. So, All right, AJ, Star Trek, Star Strange Trek. New World. Episode 8, right? 8, yes. Um, which was called, what's the name of this episode? Um, um, something under the, under the Cloak of War. Under the Cloak of War. Uh, Under the Cloak of War. Yeah. Under, the cloak. Under the Cloak of War. Under the Cloak of War. And so this episode was really not like a lot of episodes. I thought it was very good. I thought it was a very well-made yeah, episode. Yeah, it was excellent. A little yeah. darker than usual. And a little darker than usual and, and, and a really kind of a deep dive into character in a way that I feel like we haven't done. Um, and into two characters who are not, well, I was going to say they're not like the main or the top three, but I, I do feel like this show, so usually on Star Trek, like you'd think like the captain and the first officer are like the stars, right? Like we have we have Spock, we have Pike, we have Uhura, we, you know, we have people who are, they're like the stars because the Star Trek universe and canon over the last decades has also the stars, but they're really not. I feel like this show really is a true ensemble, and nobody's really yes. a star. Yes. Right? I mean, hell, the first episode doesn't... of the season didn't even have Pike. Right? Yeah. <laughs> well, I had him, but only I mean, for two seconds. It, which is great. Like, like it's not like every episode is like Pike, 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 Pike. Cur- like, you know, like right. other episodes had to always, other the original series maybe wasn't always a Kirk episode, but so, but these are two characters who are, you know, not 
they're very side characters in the overall, in the original series, in the Star Trek universe, right? These are, like, really kind of minor characters, and they get this incredible, like, like, deep dive into their character, like, like this horrible traumatic experience, and, like, and, like, it's a war. Like, why don't I saw an episode of Star Trek where there was, like, a, like a, I, so I think Discovery focused on the Klingon war and Stranger Worlds was focused well, the Dominion, on the Klingon war. This, this, well, the and, Dominion I mean, war, yeah. The Dominion war, yeah. I, I was going to say we hadn't really focused on a war, but the Dominion war is, yeah, that was, um, but I guess, um, I guess I feel <laughs> like, like we haven't seen, like, this was like battlefield combat, right? Like, yeah. it, it was pretty heavy. Like, Stranger Worlds is kind of a light. This season has been pretty light, I think. Uh, you know, we had a courtroom drama to open, but there have been some light episodes, and I, I thought it was great. I, it was. I, I thought it was surprising. Were, uh, were you surprised? Did you? Were you? I was kind of. I was like, wow, what, what is that? That's. I just. Well, I. It, it, you know, it's anytime I see something like this. Um, it always makes like, especially an episode like this. It always makes me think of the undiscovered country, which was Star Trek movie number seven, six. I don't remember the one. You know where Kirk, Kirk. Yeah, Five. where Kirk and you know and everything. Kirk is not happy, and he's the flagship of of the peace treaty between the Klingons and the Federation, and he's not happy about it. And then the, you know, you got some. Klingons that aren't happy yeah. either, and they undermine it and make it and make try and make it look like Starfleet set a trap and killed their people to, to restart the war and everything. Um, so th- you know, having a Klingon ambassador who's who's vying for peace shortly. I mean, only three three years after the war. You know, I was yeah. like, woof, this is not going to end well because you know, I mean, and the best, yeah. you know what the funniest thing was. And the hardest thing for me was, I don't know if you if you knew this or Googled it or whatever, but that was Robert Wisdom playing the Klingon. I recognized him yeah. immediately. You know, like even behind all the Klingon makeup, I recognized him. And so it was, you know, so it was hard for me. You know, it was like it's like I kept seeing him as Robert Wisdom. You know, <laughs> so it was like it, it was hard to get into the fact that he's a you know this this horrible Klingon. So it might have swayed me a little bit. Um, yeah. But, um, you know, and, and Robert Wilson was always so very charismatic. Um, but, um, yeah. you know, and then, of course, we have another cameo in the episode. Um, Martinez in, in the flashback, that's Clint Howard. Who is? You don't know uh, Ron Howard. Howard's brother. Clint Howard. Yeah, Ron, ha- oh, Ron Howard's oh, brother. Oh, Ron Howard's he's brother. Ron Howard's brother. Clint, I mean, I know you must have seen Clint Howard and stuff. He's been in everything, <laughs> especially if, if yeah. you know anything Ron Howard's done. He's always had a cameo at the very least, but he's been all over the place for ages. Yeah, more than Robert done. Wisdom, because Robert Wisdom's been in like everything. Um, also, yeah, right? Yeah. He's another guy, but um. But yeah, and I, I guess I mean, Clint. see, you know. Like you said, a really big deep dive into Mbenga in this episode. Like we've seen stuff with Mbenga and and his past with with the with the drug and everything, but this I, that twist at the end that he is actually the butcher of Jaka or Jakara. What the hell is the name of the planet? Jagal. Jagal. 
Degal. 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 Yeah, that was. So I mean, that was a, an excellent twist. Really twist. well done. Um, and 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 not something that you could see ahead until like really close to the end. Um, I also think that this show has done a good job of laying the breadcrumbs for Mbenga and Chapel's experience. Like we have seen, we've seen them discuss, you know, the Klingon war. We know that those two, we already knew coming in that they were Trump, that they had a, a different experience. They had like a, you know, that they'd fall, yeah. that they were traumatized. Um, we've seen the green, you know, what's basically a super soldier serum, um, it's called, uh, it has a name, Project 12, Potion 12, something like that it's called, right? Um, but they sort of laid these things out in a way that, I mean, they really laid the breadcrumbs. And in a way that, like, I was satisfied with what I saw. I didn't know that I wanted to see this episode until I saw this episode, right? Like, yeah. I knew they had this experience in the Klingon War, and it was horrible, and they were traumatized. I, I didn't know I wanted this, but yeah. I wanted it. It was great. Um, you know, to be, being told about it and seeing it are two very different things. <laughs> I mean, it was kind of a battle that we don't really see. Like on Star Trek, people either get stunned no, or they get vaporized, right? Star yeah. Trek. P- yeah, people, either you set your phaser to stun and they get stunned, yeah. or you set your phaser to like full-on vaporize them and they just disappear. You don't see people... Now, granted, this takes place about five years before the original series, right? And I guess um, we're probably about high. we might we're uh, I'm trying to think. This is season two, right? This is season two. Um, yeah. So we're probably about probably about five five to six years away from the original. Before. Yeah. Um, and that, and that also, I mean, of course, that was a different show made in the 60s, but yeah, oh, yeah. I don't know that when I've, when, I don't know what I've seen on Star Trek, like this sort of I've ground never seen war. I've Star Trek like this. No, like a battle and all these injured soldiers and they're trying to operate on them and they don't have like technology and they're trying to do like sort of normal battlefield it was like a war movie, like lots of war movies that you've seen where the medics oh, are yeah. trying to like save guys and they can't. It was, it was, uh, it, it, I think it was kind of a bold move to make this up. Um, and you know something else and, that we got from it is the whole, that transporter trick with keeping somebody in it, Yes. you know, that we see happen with his daughter. That he gave his daughter last season, yeah. Yeah. Um, we see where that originated and, and, from. Yep. And we saw and we got and we saw that scene where Chapel's like, We can't turn it off. Martinez or whoever is in the buffer and Benga's like, Boop, turns it off. He's like, We can't, we gotta save these guys, right? We can't if we like save him, we lose everybody else. Yeah. Um uh yeah. Now we didn't see a ton of like you said it turns out Mbenga's the butcher of Jagal. Um we we knew that he was an incredible fighter and that he's taken the green potion before, right? But like this show, this episode kind of led on more that before he was a he was like in special operations sort of before he was a doctor, right? Yeah. Like he apparently. Um, you know, I interviewed 
that actor whose name is very difficult, Babs, I'm going to say it wrong, Olusamokun. Um, and I asked him a little bit about, like, how Dr. Omega has this physicality and this, like, you know, he's got these abilities that are totally separate from his, um, you know, medical knowledge and abilities. And at that point, we'd only seen screeners with the first four episodes. And he was a little, he gave a short answer. And it wasn't like he didn't really elaborate <laughs> or go on. And now I can see why, right? Now I can see that he yeah. is actually probably dodging because this incredible episode happens. Um, what you got? What it, I found. So we have Ambassador. I have I pulled something up so I can see the names of the characters. The Klingon ambassador is named Dakra, Dakra, um, Dakra, yeah. and Dakra. Right. So he was pretty sympathetic, I think. From you know, uh, I, I totally bought into him being a. a a man of peace, and that Chapel and Mbenga were simply traumatized and unable to accept it, right? And when Pike asked them, he's like, oh, can you be nice to him and come to dinner in my cabin? I was kind of like, that's a bad idea. Like, come on, Pike, don't be a jerk. <laughs> um, but I, I fell into the – I was lulled into what the writers wanted us to feel, that – He's not a bad guy. He's he is trying. I'm not sure how I felt See, about I, him at the end. Well, at the he's end, I felt he was a coward. He's he's at the end. He's a you know when, once you you learn the whole truth, turns out he's a coward for a Klingon. He's he's a coward, and he's been using something that people thought he did as his 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 political stepping stone. I mean. Look, I was the you know I was the butcher of Jadal, and, and look, I I I've turned my way to peace now, you know, that's a little bullshit. He was, you know, obviously he wasn't the butcher. You know, we find out it's it's uh, Mbenga, and we find out that he was a coward that he left his men behind to slow him down so that he could get away. That is not Klingon yeah. at all. No, and you think <laughs> in the beginning when he's called the butcher of Jadal early in the episode. Like, you think it's because they butchered all the civilians, right? Like, the Klingons go on a massacre, and they kill all the soldiers, all the civilians. They're just killing right and left. Oh, he's a butcher of Jagal. And then it turns out, like, the butcher of Jagal is because the Klingons call him that because he killed his own men, right? Yeah. He supposedly killed his own men because they were acting unethically. And then – That was a yeah, great scene. Um, that was a great scene when Artegas blurts that out, and they walk they walk onto the bridge, and I was like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> she happens that to look like twice in this episode. Yeah. Yeah, and that look at Pike her her. And... <laughs> Oh, yeah, when he walks past her. <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised he still had her for dinner after that. Um, yeah, uh, so I also liked, I mean, I liked how they – I mean, I liked how they gave Chapel also a big bunch of trauma and how it's affecting her, like, Spock's like, you want to talk about – you know, Spock's totally unable to deal yeah. with, like, her, like, emotional situation. But he's trying to ask her to talk about it. She's like, no, I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. Like, which I kind of get, like, 
even if it was a Spock, like, who could you talk to about that? Really only in Banga, right. right? Like, you've been through yeah. this unbelievable situation. Um, and so she... Okay, I got two things I want to ask you about. I, I love the part where, you know, like, you say that Decraw is like, he's a coward because he's been using something, he left his men behind to slow to slow down Mbanga so he could get away, and he's like trading on a lie. But Mbanga is so mad because he's like, you use, like, the blood that I shed, you're using. Like, you're using my, like, Mbanga is so, he's tortured by the fact that he killed these four people, three people, right? Like, he's just, like, just yeah. being a, a, I mean, being a killer bothers him. And then it bothers him on the cherry on top of that is that somebody else is using it. Like a thing that he's so ashamed of, somebody else is using as their claim to fame, I guess is right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, No, exactly. That's exactly right. And that's, you know, and, and, you know, the first thing I thought of when when Mbenga kills him, um, I thought, Oh, he finally, you know, it took three years, but he finally uh, fulfilled his promise to, uh, to chapel because when he goes to, you know, when he leaves and she says, save as many as you can and kill the man responsible. And he says, don't worry, I will. He finally does three years later. (laughs) Do you think she knew all this time? That he was the butcher? I don't know. Yeah. That I'm not sure. She might, because when it comes to that time period, they're pretty close and, and she knows a lot about him that nobody else does. Um, so it's possible yeah, and, that he told her or it's something that she, she kind of always guessed yeah. but never spoke out loud about. Because um, she knew that he had a history as a in black ops or a special ops or whatever. She right. knew he took the super soldier serum, which she knew, like, people – remember that, that guy, the guy who looks like Hammer? I don't know what kind of species that is. But that guy comes to – Mbenga and it's like, I need you to, you know, come be an assassin with me. And Mbenga's like, no way, I don't do that anymore. Yeah. And he says, well, he says, well, just give me the serum. And Mbenga's like, I don't know what you're talking about. And he's like, no, you totally know how to make it. If you don't have it, make it, just give it to me. Just let us yeah. do it, right? And Mbenga's like, no, I mean, he isn't, this isn't the exact dialogue, but he's basically like, that super soldier serum is some bad shit, and I'm not making it for you, right? But then he does make it, or he does have it, right? Like, I think he yeah. had it already. And the other guy's like, himself. I know you got it, or you can make it. And I was like, no, I don't. So he had it all along. Um, Chapel knows that he had it. She knows that he took it before he went out to stop the Klingon. Well, he gives her I a... I think you're right. Yeah, he, he, he gave her a vial, too. When he leaves, yeah, he's, he's like, like if come you back, need it, here yeah, you go. If you need it, here you go. Um... She knows that he took it. She knows he's a super killer. She knows that he went after the Klingons. And then, even if she doesn't know, she knows that all these Klingons ended up dead. And this one guy got away. So, you're right. I mean, you're right. She could have guessed it. Told her. Um, And she covered for him. Well, yeah, of course and she, she says, 
I mean, she says, I was here, I saw and heard the whole thing. But I don't think she heard the whole thing. Oh, no. No, she only saw the end. I mean, we we see her come around the corner after the confrontation has already started. Yeah, we saw what she saw. And her and she had like an obstructed view because of the way that frosted glass was set up there, right? Yeah. Like she yep. she saw not a silhouette, but similar to like seeing it in silhouette, and I don't think she could hear any of it. Um, I think she heard just enough to. I'm not sure. I think they got. I think they like got their story straight before they talked to Pike. I don't. I think yeah. she knew just enough. I think they did. I no. I, I think they, they did. I don't think she knew enough she, to make a convincing story. And she's like, I'll cover for you. And, and Bingo's like, yeah, cool, thanks. Something along those lines. I guess. I guess, I mean, because there's no, there's really not a moment. So as I watched that, when you watched it, did you think, oh, he's going to admit it? Like, I thought maybe he would admit it at the end of the episode. I wasn't sure, but I kind of like the way it plays out because, even though Chapel, you know, gives her testimony and and backs him up and everything, um, you can tell the whole time Pike is like he even says it twice during the whole thing. He's like, I just I just can't believe Rod attacked him like that. Like he says it like twice. That. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and and then he go you know and then you see him when he goes to. Uh, um, and Benga, and he's like, listen, if we need to you know, have a conversation about anything, you know, he's like, I got your back and everything. Benga's like, no, it happened exactly how we said it, you know. So I think there's a part of Pike that knows, too, that something's not right with this whole story, but he's not going to push the issue. Yeah. I mean, the whole thing, I mean, the whole episode was very uneasy, um, very tedious. Like, Pike, you know, I mean, I, you know, Pike said and did all the right things at the right times. Like, you know, it's like you want to promote peace. Having one of your greatest enemies spouting peace and endorsing the Federation is a good thing, but not at the cost of your people who lived it, you know? You know, not making anybody, you know, even, you know, he says that to number one. He's like, I don't want anybody to be, you know, uncomfortable to the point where, this gets out of hand, and of course, it, it got out of hand. Um, <laughs> you know, and, and yeah. you know, to be fair, and Benga told the guy like five days, like leave. I want you to leave. Like get out of here. Like I don't want you here. And he just kept pushing him. He's like, oh, but you need to give peace. You know, like like I was, I was like, you know what? Just smack this guy because he's being, you know, annoying. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. It's like he told him three or four times, like, just, just go. You need to leave. Like, he pretty much yeah. told him, you know, and not in so many words, but, like, you need to leave before I kill your dumb ass because, you know. But he just kept yeah. pushing. He's so arrogant about it. He's like, oh, you need to find peace in your heart. And I'm like, this dude is dying. <laughs> I'm like, this is not going to end well. Yeah. Yeah. I, you're right. I mean, he did – he did multiple times say, like, I mean, I, I he kind of tried to maybe not have to go where it went. I don't know. He, like, I mean, I don't really think the cross started the fight with him, but he did, like, push, I mean, he pushed too many buttons. He pushed them too far, right? Yeah. Like, join me together. He's like, what, you're the real butcher? Oh, join me. Like, together, we could really, like, go out and, you know, 
yeah. make a lot of peace together or whatever, right? And Megan's like, yeah, I'm not doing that. Get away from me. He's like, no, really. Like, he he did, like, he he was like, jo- he didn't, I don't know if he really meant it this way, but he's like, join me in the lie. Like, you've been lying all this time anyway. Come over and join me in this lie. It'll be great. Everybody will believe in peace, right? I mean, I do. Yeah. I mean, we didn't really see much. I mean, we did see Pike being like, look, this guy's done a lot for peace and having, a, having like, a, like Darfleet and help, like, make peace is huge. Thing is, like, like, was he lying the whole time? Like, was he really, you know, Ortega doesn't believe that he could be changed. Vanga doesn't believe he could be changed. Like, people don't believe that he really is a changed well, man. I mean, but Pike does. I so think, Pike has to. I think to a point there is a change in him. First of all, think about this. Okay. It is, you know, he's called the butcher of, now I've got the and because they, everybody, everybody, including Klingons, believed that he killed his own men at the end of the war. Okay, so yeah, he has no choice but to defect to the Federation. Otherwise, he's dead. Like yeah. he didn't yeah. defect out of the goodness. Sure. Of, he didn't defect to the Federation out of the goodness of his heart. He defected mm-hmm. to survive. So yeah, he's all for peace. Because maybe that'll save his ass with the Klingons. Maybe it won't. Maybe it will. It doesn't matter now because of Bengals took care of you know took care of that. But you know, so yeah. I mean, is he's he's not your typical Klingon at all. Yeah. No. Um. No, not at all. Um, I, I feel like this is gonna come back. This is not over. This story, right? Like, this is going to come no, back. No, I don't think so. It's definitely going to come back around. Um, the peace talks aren't going to just end. I mean, because think about this now. You know, what happens to the peace talks um, when a Federation, you know, a Federation officer just, mur- you know, in self-defense yeah. killed the, 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 the face of the peace talks. And the face of the peace talks supposedly attacked him, you know, yeah. So what does that mean? Yeah. Oh, oh, the peace talks were fake. He, he had he had ulterior motives. You know, it's definitely not done. No, and and like the Klingons who hate, they hate Dakar, and they'll be kind of glad he's dead. But at the same time, like a Starfleet officer killed a Klingon aboard ship and is getting totally away with it. Right? The Klingons can talk both yeah. sides of their mouth about this one. Um, oh, absolutely. And, <laughs> right. <laughs> And the peace situation is not going to get any better. And I, I mean, and so you're talking we're five or six years ahead of of the original series. Um, on the original series, Mbenga is not the chief medical officer, but he is. He does appear in the original series. Like he's a he's a lesser. Like is he demoted? Right. And Bengals I mean, in the original series? I read somewhere that he makes an appearance, that he's actually a character. Okay. I might um, look it up. He – I read that he appears in – is it the original series? Um, Obviously not the same actor. Obviously <laughs> not the same actor. But, yeah, actually here's a picture of him. He was actually a character from the original Star Trek show. 
Um, he was the second doctor um, uh, who appears in the second season. He's one of the doctors working under McCoy. He, he like makes two, like two or three. I'm not going to read this whole website. I know I read it before. He makes two or three small appearances in the original series, and he's working under McCoy. He's not like the main doctor. So how he ends up maybe there's a story to that. Yeah, the, yeah. How he ends up working on the Enterprise, but not being the chief medical officer, right? Like I wonder if something's going to happen, like. Is he going to get court-martialed or demoted? And Pike's like, oh, I'll keep you around. Or, you know, we have Kirk hanging out more. Like, I don't know what's going to happen, but, like, right. they're – I don't think he can get away with it because it's Star Trek and there's always, like, a moral – like, Star Trek has always a pretty moral ending and consequence. Like, nobody just gets away with murder. Is it murder? I mean, he go to the guy into a fight and then he stabbed him, but – it's like murder, right? Like if you know that you're, if you're such an awesome special ops guy that you're called the ghost because you killed like 90 guys with your bare hands, like, you know, you're going <laughs> to win, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, so there was all that. And then there's like some stuff with Chapel also, like, I mean, we had the whole Chapel and Spock thing, which we know they're doomed because ultimately Spock and Chapel well, yeah. don't end up together on the show, yeah, right? Spock gets married. Um, Spock gets married, yeah. Um, this is going to be a short-lived romance between them, uh, which is kind of too bad because I think we're all rooting for them, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm well, indifferent to it. Yeah. Mainly because I know it's not going to go anywhere. Yeah, because we know he, we know he ends up getting married. Um, uh, we'll see where that goes. Pike, I mean, definitely Pike doesn't believe it, right? I, I don't know if she doesn't believe it. Like, Pike's default is to believe his people. But you're right. right. He, he's like, oh, I found it really hard to believe that he would just attack you like that. And Pike goes, like, oh, yeah, I totally did. And he's like, really? Because if you ever want to talk, I'm here. So if you want to talk, I'm here. And then he's like, no, I don't want to talk. That's what happened. Uh, and he was a jerk, and it was, a, and he did bad shit during the war, and he deserved it. But I didn't mean it. It happened. And Pike's like, all right, whatever, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Maybe not. Yeah, maybe it won't happen. I don't I think mean, it will. I mean, we, there's only two episodes. There's only two episodes left this season. Right, wait. There's ten episodes, right? Or is there more? There's two. Yeah, that was no. eight. There's two episodes right, but, left. There's only ten. That's what I'm saying. There's only... Okay, that's what I thought. There's only two left, and one of them... You know what next week's episode is, right? The song one. You know one. what happens in next... Next week's a musical, so I'm pretty sure yeah. they won't deal with the moral ramifications of murder <laughs> in a musical. Right? <laughs> Probably... We won't see anything about the Klingon War in a musical episode. Um, no. So that leaves the season finale you know or really next season. You know what's interesting? What? what? I don't even know what the finale could possibly be about because this entire season has pretty much been um, Monster of the Week every episode. Yeah, so it's going to be interesting to see what they do with the finale. Yeah. yeah, each episode kind of... 
And yet, here's the thing. I thought each episode was Monster of the Weeky, and then it turned out they had laid all this groundwork for this amazing Klingon episode, right? That's what I'm saying. It's going to be interesting to see what they do with the finale. Yeah. See where that goes. Yeah. I've actually, so I've seen the musical episode uh, because when I turned on my app, I was like, wait, what? And yeah, I figured out what happened like, was, one? so we had episode six, and then episode seven premiered two days later, and then five days after that was episode eight. So that's where we got all screwed up, because I had already watched the uh, the animated episode, so I didn't, oh, yeah. you know, I had no reason to go back, because I thought that, you know, I, didn't, I don't pay attention to how many days were in between or whatever. I've got this app on my phone that I have all these different things. Oh, Star oh Trek premieres in, you know, in one hour. So I'm like, oh, okay, you know, not realizing that it hadn't been a week yet, you know, not realizing it had only been two days. <laughs> so they dropped two episodes last week, and we missed one of them. Yeah. Yeah. But because they, well, but again, because they released one two days after the one before that for some reason. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Don't know why they did that. I don't know. I mean, I think you're right. This might have been a good season finale episode because it's so stunning and so well done. And how you, you're right. What else could happen? How do they follow it up? I mean, I've seen some people online saying like, this is one of the all time great, not just maybe not the best episode of this show, but the best episode, one of the top episodes of all Star Trek shows. Some people think. Yeah, it's definitely a really good show or episode. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely the best episode yet of of this show. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's up there. And that's saying saying something, because I really, really like the uh, court episode. The court? Oh, oh, the the courtroom drama, the trial of uh, Una's trial? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that was a good episode. Um, I mean, that was, they opened up a little heavy with that. Uh, it's generally been kind of a lighter season, I think, also, right? Like, even when we have episodes like, oh, like that one where where La'an and James Kirk travel to the alternate future, and they have, like, an adventure, and she falls in love with him. Like, it was kind well, of... no, alternate past. I mean, it's alternate past. Uh, that's right, alternate past. It's kind of... um. It was kind of light. Like, it was serious, but it was not – it was a little – Yeah, that, that was definitely – even though even though Colin was in it, it was definitely a light, lighter episode. <laughs> yeah, right? I mean, we've had some – yeah, it's definitely a light episode with Colin. Um I mean, that was lighter, and we've had, like um, – uh, we had one where they were, like, all in a – were they all in a dream, or there was one where they were affected by – I mean, every one of these shows, they're affected by a subspace field that makes them act kooky uh, at least once a season. And, um, oh, the one where they all forgot who they were, right? Uh, oh, yeah. It was like, I drive the ship. I drive the ship. Um, the courtroom drum was heavy. There was that one where um, La'an and Pike go to another planet where they lose their memories of who they are because some Starfleet jerk is like, made himself the emperor. Yeah, Rigel, Rigel Seven. Rigel 7, yeah. I mean, that was a little heavier. But in general, they they all seem like fluff compared to what we watched this week. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know so, how you. I, I could and and next week is definitely. And next week is definitely gonna be fluffy. Yeah, <laughs> it's musical. But you know they have like a like they just happen to have a cast of powerhouse singers on the show, right? Like, yeah, they, like not all of them, but like a whole bunch of them come from from musical theater from the stage. Um, the one who plays uh, Celia Rose Gooding, who plays Uhura. Like was nominated yeah. for a Tony, uh, yep. so the singing should actually be pretty good compared to other shows oh, yeah. like musical episodes. Um, you know, I gotta say, I, I gotta say, I like when they do musical episodes that make sense. Like you know, with, in this case, it's because of some you know some some space thing on a planet that they go to or whatever. But you know, yeah, um, the 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 CW show, The Flash, there was actually, there was a musical episode, which, again, there's there's a, a villain that made them do what they did, you know, the singing and everything. But the thing that made that yeah. great was it was a cross, actually a crossover with the Supergirl show, and both her and um, Grant, uh, I can't think of the actress's name who played uh, Supergirl right now, Supergirl. but Grant Gustin, who played, who played The Flash, they were both on Glee. Oh, they were? So, oh, so they, they could really sing, yeah. the two of them. So they could really sing, <laughs> you know. And and actually, um, one of the characters, uh, uh, Barry Allen's father-in-law on the show, um, Joe, he, he was in Rent. So he had a musical oh, background, wow. too. Yeah. So Unlike, you know, one of the most famous musical episodes, like Buffy the Vampire Slayer, was a that was a really, right. one of the early musical yeah, yeah. episodes. It's pretty famous. No none sense. of them could sing. I mean, some of them could sing because they could just sing, but none of them was a trained singer. No. And the episode also made no sense to why they were singing. Well, yeah. <laughs> right. Except it was a spell. It was a spell. <laughs> yeah. It was always a spell. So anyway, um, next week we'll cover episodes 9 and 10. We'll cover the musical and yep. the final episode, right? Okay. Hope they can yeah. hope they can match this one. I mean, they can't, but I hope they can be, you know, almost as good. You know, I just thought, you know what? We're probably gonna finale, the finale. We're probably get a, a Pike centric episode because if you look at it, every episode this season has been uh, had the voiceover of one of the characters. First episode yeah. was, was uh, Spock, and then we, we've had Yahura, we've had Ortegas, we've had Chapel, we just had Mbenga. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, so, Spike was on Rigel 7, Pike was, <laughs> Pike was on Rigel 7, and, and had a central role, but again, they were like, the three of them were there, they were ensembles, there hasn't been yeah. like a total, and, and they haven't Pike, really yeah. talked that much about how Pike, I mean, we know that Pike, this show can only go on for so long, because we know that, how, what happens to Pike, right? Like, Pike is not right. long for this universe. Um, so it can only go on for, you know, I mean, it can go on for a while. It'll go on for a season or two or whatever. Um, at, at most, we get eight seasons out of this. Oh, you think we get eight? At most. I don't think they're going to push it that far. Because, like, again, it was, when the show started, we were about eight years before the original series. So that's what I'm saying. Yeah. 
they maybe maybe stop it at seven actually. And mm-hmm. that's when the original series, you know, based on timeline-wise, when the original series started. So you figure what happened to Pike happened before the original, you know, series even started. So yeah, it's you know we're probably. I mean, as I'm saying, as I'm saying, at most we'll get eight. We'll probably get six or seven. Mhm. Yeah. I mean, because then again, ultimately, no, it's Maybe going to Lord's but then again, menagerie is where it is. But then again, the the history of Star Trek dictates that you have to have 11 seasons. <laughs> yeah. TNG had 11, DC had 11, Voyager, actually, I think Voyager only had seven, right. but you get my point. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so. I, I mean, and and we know they're not going to split anything because we know that saving those cadets, like like, we we know that Pike is not going to do anything to try to change the timeline, and save his own life. No. No, I don't, I don't see them doing that. No. Oh, I'm, I'm really glad that, yeah. they finally. I'm, I'm glad. I was so glad when they finally dropped that storyline and he just accepted his fate because I was getting tired of him right. crying about it every week. I know, right? Like that's not the show we signed on for. <laughs> you know, um, give Anthony Mount something better to do. Yeah, let him sing. Let him sing next week. So, all right. So. Well, we'll see. We'll, we'll have to see what happens. All right. So. All yep. right, so we got a couple things for next week. Um, All right, finale of From, two episodes of Star Trek, and who knows what else. Maybe Karen will watch uh, Guardians in the meantime, Gar- too. Guardians of the Galaxy, yeah. All right, cool. All right. Well, you have a good week. Great okay. talking to you, as always. Thank you, everybody, for listening, yep. and uh, we'll do it again next week. Good night. Good night.